hello and welcome to the Bucket Bliss podcast this week. Again, I'm Steve Swenson, CEO and founder of Bucket Bliss. And as you know, every week I'd like to give you some tips to increase your productivity and grow your business, become the best advisor you can as you create bliss for your clients and yourself. Well, today we are talking about a brand new feature in Bucket Bliss Advisor called the Bliss Index. Uh, you folks have undoubtedly seen it now on your dashboard when you uh, when you log in and click into the scenario illustration but the bliss index uh, in in a, a, in simple terms is really just a measuring stick on the quality of the income plans that we are creating for our clients using this bucket bliss advisor tool now there are there are several components to the the bliss index and several different variables, uh, some weighted differently than others. Now, uh, we found as a company a need to uh, provide some some type of index or some type of measuring stick or, or measuring tool to advisors because we, we saw, uh, of course, many new users that were building plans that mathematically were correct but uh, the more th the more accustomed to building plans and the more um, um, educated they got in the process they might look back and find that some of these plans that they created initially while mathematically correct and while mathematically produced positive numbers weren't necessarily realistic so that uh, necessitated the development of this bucket bliss index which again is a score from one to or I guess zero to a hundred um, on the strength of the income plan uh, a, a score uh, a bucket bliss index with a 100 score is of course uh, in our our words bulletproof and uh, and and uh, scores scores all points on all aspects obviously uh, bucket bliss scores that are uh, lower than that uh, leave some things to be desired if the advisor wants to fix those w there are tools to help us identify which which components of the income plan need to be uh, to to be changed but uh, by Definition, it, you, as you will know, it, it'll be very easy to produce income plans with um, index scores in the 50s and 60s. Uh, it's going to be more difficult to create plans with uh, index scores in the 70s and 80s. And then, of course, anything in the 90s is is uh, in our in our in our in our minds a very 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 good income plan I suspect that uh, uh, we won't see too many income plans that score a perfect 100 um, and it's it's likely that we'll see very few income plans that score in the 90s so from a from a just a thumb uh, a rule of thumb perspective you may want to just kind of put in your mind the fact that if you score uh, anything above an 85, anything between an 85 and a 95, you've, you, you can rest assured you've got a relatively strong plan. Now let's walk through the, the different components of the Bliss Index. The first component is 
the ending balance. And we measure the ending balance uh, relative to the starting balance. So as you all know, you can start with a specific dollar amount and solve for zero. Or in other words, solve for the, all the income that you've asked for and leave zero dollars remaining at the end of the income plan. Well, that's not ideal because uh, if the client wants to live an extra year or two or if uh, one of the spouses uh, outlives the other, which will inevitably happen, um, there's no income or there's no asset rather to produce additional income for that surviving spouse or to produce income for those years in which the client uh, did not die and is still alive. So the the first component of the Bucket Bliss Index, uh, it, it measures the ending balance in relation to the starting balance. Now, to get the perfect score um, on, on this component, you have to be within uh, 5% of the end of the beginning balance. So if we started with a million dollars, we would like to end the plan in order to get the full bucket score, the, uh, the full bucket bliss index score. We would like to end the plan with at least 950. Uh, your plan does not score bonus points, for instance, if you end with two million. That's obviously great, but uh, the the full index score for this component is reached at 95% of the beginning balance. That's 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 kind of the the area that you should shoot for. Now, obviously, if you if you uh, have clients that say, "I want to." spend every single dollar uh, and not pass anything on to my kids, and we've all had clients that do that, or that say that, it's not, it's not unsafe to spend that balance down to, say, half of the beginning balance, because that, in, in, in essence, is, 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 is accomplishing, at least at some level, that, 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 uh, that objective the client has to spend all of their money. However, spending it to zero, as you well know, does leave uh, very, very little room for error on our part as advisors. But more importantly, it uh, it leaves uh, it leaves very little uh, room for error on a death date for the client. So. Uh, so don't feel like, again, you have to end with uh, 95% of the starting value or score high on the index in that component, especially if the client has different objectives. And, and that, that's going to that's gonna be a theme to every single variable of the index. Now, the second component of the index is something we call a reliance rate. The reliance rate is essentially what percentage of their total income came from the buckets or came from portfolios one through four. Now that's measured by going all the way to the bottom of the income plan, uh, the scenario illustration, and comparing the total income. And let's suppose the total income over a 25-year income plan was in the neighborhood of $3 million. Well in order to score high on the index, we like to see the reliance rate uh, be 
50% or lower. Or in other words, of the $3 million total dollars uh, of their uh, total income, we like to see 50% of that, or at least 1.5, or excuse me, no more than 1.5, coming from the portfolios. The other 1.5 can come from other sources. Those other sources, of course, being Social Security, pensions, uh, fixed annuities, uh, uh, living benefit riders on variable annuities, notes that they carried, rental income that they might have, all of those kind of things. So, so it's easy, really. It, it's it's quite easy again to to get a rough estimate of what that reliance rate is just be, by looking at those first few years of the income plan and ensuring that uh, that you know only half or no more than half of their income. Their total income is coming from the from the buckets or from the portfolios, so that's the reliance rate. We find that very very important. Now, obviously, with a reliant a reliance rate of fifty uh, percent, uh, that translates to more safety for the client and, of course, an easier job for us as advisors. Now, again, one if you find that a reliance rate is higher than that, you might then consider bolstering the other income by selling them a uh, an immediate annuity that that increases their other income source sources or tapping a the living benefit on a variable annuity that will again and that'll of course be accounted for on the other income sources uh, and that will rise that will raise that other income level and push down the, the 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 reliance on the buckets so that's item number two of the seven uh, components of the bliss index the next component of the bliss index is the growth rates associated with each bucket so as you as you know if you increase the growth rates in in buckets one through four, you can very easily end with a balance that will kind of pad that pad that ending balance score uh, on the index. So this is the one uh, this is the one component that really is capped and tied directly to another, meaning um, that if you turn the growth rates in buckets three and four up. Uh, above a certain level, even though your um, reliance rate will will excuse me, even though your ending balance will change and and increase, it won't increase your bucket it, your your bliss index score. So the uh, the the growth rates are again going to be a function of each bucket. So. Um, the lower the growth rate in bucket one, the higher the index score. And, and, and then again, bucket number two is designed to have a slightly higher growth rate. And then buckets number three and four being the most aggressive to have uh, sl slightly higher growth rates than, than, than buckets one and two. Now, we do cap buckets uh, three and four uh, at uh, 8%. So if if we are if we are you, you can illustrate anywhere up to 12 and still have it meet all of finra's uh finra's uh 
requirements for, for the illustration. But we find that if we illustrate things like 9, 10, 11, and 12, that has a tendency, obviously, over a very long period of time to increase the ending balance, which, again, affects the Bliss Index score. So you're going to want to, obviously, maintain realistic rates of return for buckets 1, 2, 3, and 4 to score very high on the index. Now, uh, there are f four other components that are that are that, that have less less weight in the index, and those uh, uh, components include income plan duration, or how long does this income plan go, the fixed rate, namely the fixed rate of uh, return that money that you're spending from each bucket is 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 earning. Uh, the inflation rate of the uh, the income, uh, and then lastly is income stages. Now, these can be points of discussion that we can have later as well, but suffice it to say an inflation rate, obviously the lower the inflation rate, the less spending power a client is going to have later in the retirement plan. So you can, by keeping pace with the consumer the long-term consumer price index at 3%, you can score uh, all the points necessary or available on the, on the inflation rate. Keeping a lower inflation rate, of course, costs you some points because, because um, indexes or, or because, uh, again, spending power will be, um, will be uh, affected later in the income plan. Now, um, the fixed rate is, is also, again, uh, uh, a function of the rate of return that you have money that you're spending in a given bucket invested in. Uh, and so... For example, if, 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 if the client is using a money market that has a 0.75% fixed rate to feed their bank account every single month in a given, in a given distribution period in a bucket, that the lower the rate, the, more, the, more, uh, the, the, the higher the, the index score on that. Now, as short-term rates rise, we will manipulate the index uh, measurement. And so if it becomes possible that we can get 2 and 3% on, on very safe short-term liquid investments, then we'll, 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 we'll change the index accordingly. The next one is the income plan duration. Now, a client, if they were to retire at 65 and you were able to build them a plan that, that lasted 15 years to get them to age 80, uh, leaving them, them with, again, various amounts of money and having index scores that, 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 that are strong, um, the, a, shorter, a shorter income plan duration uh, for a younger client can essentially mean a less solid or a, a more risky plan. So the, the, the way we score that index uh, or that part of the index is to uh, ensure that we are, we are 
providing income plans at least into the mid-90s. Now again, that may not be a desire of some, of some of your clients. Perhaps you've got a client that is terminally ill or has, his, has a, a poor health history and, and, and there is relatively little probability that they will live to their mid-90s. Well, just be mindful that the mid-90s is really where you score all of the points on the income plan duration. Now, uh, and then just adjust your plan accordingly or adjust your expectations accordingly uh, for, for, each, uh, for each of those, uh, each client. Now, the last component is really income stages. Now, income stages, as you know, you have the ability to turn up or down the income in a given, in a, at a given time in the future or even name it year by year. Well, this one, this one, this uh, component of the Bliss Index um, is is a fairly small portion of the overall index. But suffice it to say that if you reduce your client's income with income stages, uh, the addition of even just one index uh, or one the addition of just one income source will reduce the index. The addition of two will score a zero on, on the index. So to maintain or to, to qualify for all points uh, in this component, you would want to set the income at the beginning of the income plan and let the inflation rate do its thing uh, rising, of course, rise, uh, making the 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 total income rise without having any pre-installed uh, income stages that decrease that income later. So that's uh, that that those are the seven components. And as you fuss with this and 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 stress test and and and, and work with this index on some of your in income plans, you're going to come you're going to become very very familiar with the. Uh, parameters of measure uh, on this index. Now, on the index, you can you can include you, you can select it, uh, the toggle button above the index to show it on the screen or not if you're in front of a client, but it will not print on the illustration. And again, that's a Finra a Finra requirement, um, but it will not print on the illustration. But you do have the uh, option to toggle it on or off uh, accordingly. So, um, last comment is that if you click on the, uh, uh, at the bottom, you can click and, and have a little pop-up screen that shows you which portions of the index you've scored well with and which ones you haven't, along with some more uh, detailed descriptions of the methodology and the measure uh, of that particular uh, component. So... Anyway, we're really excited about that. We think that it will ultimately help you, the advisor, create uh, very, very solid income plans that, uh, that will, will translate to safety for your client and, again, a thriving practice for yourself. So thanks for listening today. If you have any uh, questions or requests for future podcasts, uh, 
head over to our LinkedIn page. Again, leave comments or questions. And while you're at it, share this episode with, with any of your colleagues or other uh, advisors that might find it useful. Thanks a lot.